here we go. Well, welcome to another episode of Great Word Day, a podcast interview that's all about gaining more joy and better results in your workplace. We're discussing today how using your imagination more to find your joy at work can have a long lasting effect on your happiness and the results in your career. And it's my absolute pleasure to introduce you today to our guest, Heidi Hover. Oh my goodness, I've never asked you how you pronounce your surname. Did I get it right? Perfect, perfect, perfect. <laughs> Heidi is an innovative and strategic people leader. She partners with innovative companies who provide executive leadership in human resources with over 20 uh, years of experience in multiple industries. She's focused on transformational HR since 2007, founded a HR practice, built three HR departments for companies right from the ground up. She's the very first vice president of people experience at Shani Docs, which is an innovative Canadian technology company who's making it easy to locate, secure, and understand data, something we really need in today's world. And her energetic leadership, which you're about to find out, constant innovation that has earned her multiple awards. Just a few of them are Alumni of the Year for Algonquin College, inaugural nationally recognized Leadership Agency Award for Women of Distinction. I mean, these are great. Ottawa Business Journal, Chamber of Commerce, 40 Under 40, uh, CATA Information Technology Strategic HR Leadership Award. There's so many more. Please do check her out on LinkedIn. She has a super interesting career trajectory. And it's our absolute pleasure to have you on the show, Heidi. Welcome. Yay, thanks for having me. It's great to be here. Oh, it's our absolute pleasure. Now, let's jump right into this. I mean, you've not been one to sit around and wait for opportunities in your career, have you? I'd love to share with us, what opportunities did you go out creating for yourself and how did you do it? One thing I'm going to start with is talking about, you know, when I moved, uh, I didn't grow up in Ottawa, I grew up in Quebec. And when I moved to Ottawa, you know, oh my gosh, I'll date myself, or probably like over 20 years ago now. I had no network. I knew no one in the city. I had a cousin who kind of lived about 45 minutes out and uh, we were just starting out. And I was uh, working full time as administrative assistant. I was going, paying my way through school. And I was like, how am I going to build out my network? And I started volunteering. And uh, I haven't looked back, you know, it's been a big part of my career growth um, and, and I definitely a part of my success. And uh, it was, you know, kind of giving back. That was that first kind of idea I'm not going to wait for it to happen. You know, someone's going to all of a sudden help me build that network. I had to do the work. I had to be uncomfortable. I had to put myself outside my comfort zone. And so that starting to volunteer was a big part of it. And I think throughout my career, um, little things like, and sometimes they are little things that create big impact. Even when I joined Shiny Docs, I was like, how am I going to stay connected to our diverse organization that is, you know, distributed across the country? I create something, uh, I created a channel, a new channel on Slack called Brighten Your Day. And every day I do a post um, and I speak to our team about topics that are really important. I do, you know, work-life hacks or happiness hacks, or I'll share something today. I did a post on gratitude because obviously, um, you know, we're, we're in the fall and we're celebrating, uh, you know, the, that bounty and all of this great, um, you know, this greatness that we have, you know, uh, being Canadian. And um, I, I think that those uh, being innovative, being creative, trying something new. So I've never been afraid to put myself out there and try something new. Um, right before the pandemic, uh, someone I know was creating a lean-in circle. They were doing it at nighttime and I have little ones and I wasn't able to do that. I wasn't able to commit to doing it uh, in the evening uh, because I have a lot of volunteer commitments and um, right. I, I didn't want to overcommit. 
but I wanted to um, I wanted to participate. I wanted to come together with other women. Um, and I love the idea of leaning in and empowering and inspiring and helping others. And I wanted to be able to benefit from that as well. And so I reached out and said, um, listen, you know, if you have folks that can't join the evening one like me, could I create one at noon during the week? And she said, yes, great idea. So she would sort of point people to me and we brought together like 20 women um, at uh, the onset over the two years, two and a half years of the pandemic. It's petered out, but there's still five of us that come together every month. And, um, you know, I'm still in contact with a bunch of the other women, but the pandemic happened, life happened. You know, people were wearing multiple hats. It didn't discount though, those people from kind of coming together outside of those meetings. And I think that was really powerful. Um, and so I think, you know, both personally and professionally, there have been times in my career where I haven't thoroughly loved what I was doing or wasn't bringing me right. the purpose I needed. I needed to fill those gaps with other things that brought me joy. Um, and certainly the volunteering piece has always been that for me. When I haven't really been where I wanted to be in my career or wasn't getting the satisfaction or purpose I needed, I got it in other ways. And I think that that's my message to folks is that don't wait, create, right? Go out there. You gotta get outside your comfort zone. I still, I'm happy to share, I'm 45. I'm a proud 45 year old. I still today get uncomfortable and I still yes. force myself to get comfortable with being with that discomfort and recognizing that now I know at 45, oh, this is growth. I'm growing, right? I'm stretching myself. And, you know, I think we all experienced throughout the pandemic, uh, we got comfy. We were in our homes with our family, held up with our favorite folks. And, um, you know, it took a lot to kind of get back out into the real world and, you know, uh, normalize what is now normal. Um, but I think, you know, we see it, I see it with myself, my colleagues, my peers, my friends, um, you know, even our children, um, you know, we're all having to kind of push ourselves outside of that comfort zone again and get comfortable uh, with what the world, the new way of working, right? The new way right. of living, um, kind of this post uh, pandemic. So I think that, that that's been really insightful for me. That's a great high level synopsis. We know there's been a lot more uh, that you've done there, but I was writing down as you were talking, if you can see me typing, this is why you said, don't wait, create. And that's that, you know, climbing outside of, we, we put so many things in that one basket. Well, don't get it at work. Then now I'm sad, but don't get it in my relationship. Now I'm sad. Actually find a way to create it there's a creative solution to everything i don't know whether you or any listeners out there um have ever read anything by gabby bernstein she always says look for the creative solution one that has not been thought of before you know look at airbnb look at uber really outside the box and it all started with you volunteering and i'd love to hear just to go back to right to the very start where you started when you first came to Otto and you volunteered what did it give you having that network of other people outside of work uh i've developed lifelong friendships right from those um and i learned a lot you know like i i, I think you know we talk about growth mindset now fairly regularly um but you know it's about being a lifelong learner and i've always been curious as a as a person um and i think that that curiosity even from the early onset of kind of you know volunteering i didn't realize at the time as a sort of early 20 year old the impact that it would have on my life both personally and professionally and anytime i've given back 
candidly, I don't even want to, I always feel bad. I always feel like I get more out of the experience than <laughs> I'm actually giving. And that's when you kind of realize, um, you know, I've been a mentor for a number of years. I, I've had some great mentors as well. But whenever I sit down with someone, I feel like, wow, I'm learning so much from them. And I always hope they're, I have to check in and go like, are you getting something great for me? Because I'm always learning from their lived experiences, right? Their wisdom, their knowledge, um, that shared connection can be super powerful. And, you know, I remember there was this one board that I was on and uh, it was a challenging opportunity. You know, we we're going through a lot of change management, all for the better, um, but you know, change is hard. And I remember at the time, the work that I was doing enabled me to really put a lot of my time, energy and, and effort and heart into this one organization. Uh, but I got so much out of that experience that the next position, my next paid position, I brought a lot of that experience to the table. And, you know, I've talked about this a lot and, you know, anyone who knows me will have heard me say long before anybody would pay me to lead, I was leading as a volunteer. Yes. I got those opportunities early on and um, you know I'm a big believer too that I think a lot of people don't lean into doing something for the community because they think of the big time commitment but you get to decide how much time you want to give and I've done everything I've done like wrapping presents for Christmas exchange to doing the call you know being a part of the radiothon to being on a committee being on a board and I've gotten something from everything and and I think that it's having that um, self-awareness to, to even appreciate and understand what am I taking from this experience because you may think what is wrapping presents what do you take from that experience other than just becoming a really uh, you're honing your skills on Christmas wrapping <laughs> um, but it's about the people that I met that I would never have met otherwise because you right. know you bring in people that are outside of your network um, so you know developing new connections uh, you know hearing folks talk about their experiences you know, volunteering uh, doing that for many years and meeting the general population and community um, seeing the joy on their face when they're giving back to someone uh, and then it's a small example and it was a couple of hours but super impactful um, and just you know again also motivating uh, to continue to do more so um, I think volunteering is definitely something that has differentiated me I think it's helped me grow personally as a person um, and I think for me ultimately you know it, it you you develop the sense of empathy and understanding and some of the organizations I've supported have been incredibly inspiring make-a-wish you know um, Ottawa Cancer Foundation um, there's not necessarily a happy ending when you think about some of the work right that these organizations are doing because there are individuals that are experiencing difficulties and they're, they're experiencing illness. Um, but the reality is, is that, you know, the impact that the volunteers have on these individuals is, is huge. And um, I, I talk a lot about that rippling of impact and effect that you yes. can create as one human being, even if it's just one act of kindness. Um, you know, and I talk a lot about this right now, the world needs more kindness. So oh, even gosh, if you think to yourself, right? Like even if you think to yourself, what can I achieve today? You know, what's ahead of me on my calendar? It, it's as simple as just going, when you're going out to the grocery store, opening the door for someone yeah. or letting them go ahead of you because they have one thing and you have a basket full of things. These are, these are things we can all do, right? right. And it can really, you have no idea the impact that you're having on someone else when you show them some kindness.
Um, it's like more I, of reciprocity, isn't it? Which is such a big part of a growth mindset, uh, especially as a leader. You know, if you, if you go back to how those two correlate, the workplace and the volunteer space, it's more than just money. 100%. It always is more than just money. Yes, we like money. It funds our lifestyle. But when we're contributing to the world of technology and innovation in your company, to volunteering, handing out a wrapped gift, seeing a smile on someone's face, that makes you feel good. It makes them feel good. Someone else who's organized a project feel good. It's this. It has this whole ripple effect that, that you talked about. And again, it's like, don't wait, create. If there's no volunteer experience that you have time for, go create one. How simple, knocking on people's door. I've seen people do secret Santa to neighbors. I've, there's something called, and I wish I'd brought them to, had I known this was where the conversation was going, I'd have brought them to the call here. There's something called sneaky ninja cards. I don't know whether you've heard of this. These are for children uh, and families specifically. And you pick a card, one card a day, and it's a random act of kindness that you do just, you never tell them where it comes from. And it's things like, um, on a vending machine you leave uh, money for a soda and you say treat yourself for me today or you give out a, a random card to somebody who you've never met in the street that says you're needed in the world and your gifts and, and things like that just beautiful and we, we put all that into our jobs only to feel that but we can create it in many many more places that then brings in those skills into your position like you say you know things like Toastmasters a volunteering experience, other uh, charities uh, who are just even having conversations, raising money, donating money, all these skills come back to the workplace. And you mentioned there is a leader empathy and we know how it's always been important, but it's been showcased more and more, especially since the pandemic. If you listen to this outside of 2022, we're just post-COVID, we're in the hangover series. <laughs> empathy is so very much needed and I should imagine that was one of the key skills coming from all these different boards you're on and, and volunteering positions as well. I think it's also helped me hone in what brings me joy and happiness and it's helped really guide me in my career decisions and so I'm a big believer and it's my hope that everyone finds something that brings them joy you know that they're passionate about because that will bring you purpose and even in conversations with our our littles you know my husband and i feel very fortunate that we've found work that we love that we would do for free and that to me is the ticket yeah. i have I, I you know i've had a role where i've been very lucky to lean in and help out with entrepreneurs and my question always is would you do this for free and when they say no, then I question what's going to happen during the hard times. Because when, you know, especially as an entrepreneur, you're starting a business, it's, it, there's going to be some good times, there's going to be some tough times, lots of puzzles, right, that can be solved. But when you really love what you do, it makes it a softer bump, right, when you're going through that. And with our kids, we used to say when they would ask, why do you have to work? Why do you have to work? You know, remember when they're like really little two and three and they're curious and they ask lots of questions and we would say, oh, we work, you know, to fuel our lifestyle exactly to go to the museum on the weekend so we can go and have this fun activity together as a family. But one day something's changed in me and I was like, you know, mommy and daddy, we love what we do. We hope you find something you love that brings you joy. And so that to me was like a really important mindset shift is I don't, we don't need to apologize for the fact that we love what we do. We didn't always, we were on a journey too. We're still on a journey and we recognize that, but this appreciation of where we are in our lives that we love the work we get to do. And we put all of that energy into it. 
I hope everyone finds that out. And you may be 45 right now and going, I don't like what I do. There's still time. Right. Life is short. There's still time. How many amazing stories do you hear of women and men in our community that kick off their dream opportunity at 50? Amazing. Like lead by example, right? Like look to that inspiration and don't wait. Um, And again, like do the hard work and be willing to take the step back or that linear kind of step to get to where you want to go. A lot of times we're seeing now it's even how we're selecting the organizations we want to work for. People want to work for companies that are be more than just profit, more than just generating revenue. What are they doing for their community? How are they making an impact on the world? Um, And that's certainly something that matters to me. You know, when I go looking for an opportunity, as I, I recently had a change in the last year myself, I had a list. But I had a list of things that I looked for, including the the humility of the leadership team, the opportunity that we were going to be supporting the world with. And, you know, we're a data company. We do a lot of good for our clients. Um, You know, we support them through helping to drive more growth in their organizations, create more jobs, all of that. Like, you know, when you think about that rippling impact that that your product or service can have on a, a business, you know, the team, the work, the opportunity. Um, and there were other things that I weeded in there. And I, I went back to that list every time to make sure that, you know, um, the opportunity that I was heading for was going to check that off. And I think that that's really, really critical and important. And I think that evolves as you, you know, you scale your career, what matters to you. Yes. Obviously the flexibility, the ability, um, you know, for me to live my best life and have that work-life harmony is critical because I want a full life. I don't want it to be all about work. I want my work to inspire me and motivate me. I'm very lucky. Every day I get up and I'm excited to see what the day brings. I just wish that for more people. And I guess my message to your audience is, if you're feeling like you're not there, take some time to figure out what could change for you that could get you more joy, that could bring more happiness. And maybe, the work that you're doing, you can't make major changes there, but maybe you can get that that passion and that joy from somewhere else. And maybe that's volunteering, yes. right? Right. And we're uh, we're interviewing quite a few people on that particular topic because I think more than ever, we're all recognizing that don't put your eggs into one basket. But we also can, and you know this as, as, as VP of people, that while you can't control what's happening, you can influence and impact and organizations are wanting people to come in and make change. And that's that, they call it the two millimeter shift. I think it was Tony Robbins that crafted it. And if I'm wrong, I apologize out there. But it's the two millimeter shift. Something just moves slightly and it can change everything with a new idea, a new thought, someone speaking up in a meeting that's never done that before, sharing a case study from somewhere you used to work or a story you've heard or on a radio or a podcast, sharing gratitude in the morning. All these little things can have a massive shift. So on, so on that note, let's wrap up with this question. I know it wasn't on our list of questions, so I'm throwing a curveball at you here. What do you think would have the biggest two millimeter impact with huge impacts on their lives to create more joy. What could someone do right now who's listening that would have a major impact on the happiness of work? I think even just asking yourself the question, you know, am I living my best life? And not comparing. I'm talking about you. I think we can all live our best life. I'm a big believer in that. And I think it's about distilling down what does that mean to you? 
as an individual and we're all unique individuals and we need to celebrate that and recognize that but we need to be thinking about what what would bring me the most joy and happiness and as you said it's not about the money we all need a certain amount obviously to live our our best lives but i'm not talking about um maybe the you know i'm talking more about at the end of the day when you look back at your life right are you going to look back and think wow i lived the best life that i could live in my circumstances right and and i think that to me it's about just even starting to have that conversation gaining that self-awareness um engaging where you are in that journey and if you're not where you hope to be and i'm not talking about you know career ladder here i'm talking about just your general life what is those small changes and it could be simply i'm not as healthy as i want so i need to be drinking more water right that might be i wish i had more connections with the community how can you do that how can you reach out to an organization in your um you know in your region that um can connect you to a volunteer opportunity that might be i miss um connecting with family and i'm not doing it enough that's like scheduling a facetime call with your aunt your great aunt that you had a really great relationship with your younger those small little and again i mean i don't know just to hone in on the maybe it's just you commit to doing an act of kindness every day and see what that brings and and put yourself out there and see what the universe kind of brings to you and i think that maybe it's a little act of kindness i'm going to commit to doing something good for myself and that don't forget to be kind to you um but be kind to you and yeah. and i think but it's starting with the reflection start with that right what do, you, what do you want for your life and so maybe you're you know 60 years in there's still time right it could be your best years those last 20 years yes and i think you know um i mean whatever journey that has you know and i'm a big believe in the journey not the destination because i think the destination changes it does it does and you have to pivot so many times as we know life will throw us some quite some big curveballs and we have to be ready for them which is why that's so very important and that was a great answer to to uh, a curveball question well you heard it here today Heidi says do not wait create or take action don't just hope don't just wish don't just think it's a big dream take some small action to create huge impact to live your best life you know and I, I want to say you know my husband often will say hope is not a strategy <laughs> so um, it's it's uh, it, and it's true so you know you can take action and like you said it can be small small wins right equals something that can be really profound and really truly make an impact um so start today beautiful Heidi thank you it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on today's call thank you thank you thank you thanks so much for joining us listeners for this episode of great work day a podcast that's all about creating more joy and better results in your workplace we really hope you've enjoyed the conversation with us uh, with myself and Heidi and that you'll check out how we can possibly help you grow your career with the confidence capability and the skills that you need to have a great work day every single day and to listen to another podcast with us simply subscribe to our podcast on YouTube iTunes Amazon Spotify Google and Anchor and we'll see you on the next episode